I can't believe we're only on 37. I know. It feels like a lifetime of torture. A lot of people ask me, oh, I'm starting a podcast. Can you recommend me any good strategies? And I say the number one most important (laughs) strategy that you should pursue starting a podcast is getting a psychiatric evaluation because there's something wrong with you. You have to find out what that is. On this episode of the Capsule 21 podcast, we discuss the Pepe coin phenomenon. Does everything that goes up go down? What is the significance of Pepe in terms of anti-AI, anti-blurification of art? Is it a Ponzi? Isn't everything a Ponzi? At least the supply is visible. Once there was an artist who did a similar thing with the Blizzard sale. You will learn who that is. His name is David Hammonds. And overall, we had a great time. This is a pod about Pepe and... Um, if you have not heard of Pepe, then you need a psychiatric evaluation. There is something deeply wrong with you. It's a huge meme uh, going on right now. And if you ask me what Pepe is, I would basically say Pepe is the uh, crypto community's response to the twin uh, threats that come from uh, Blur, uh, which you all know about, and also AI. So basically the big criticism of Blur is you're not just like window shop. It's a market, basically, you know, Blur. You're not just window shopping in a beautiful artisanal market in uh, upstate, wherever you are. In the Blur is basically this marketplace where everything is hyper-financialized and it's not about the art uh, anymore. And so Blur sucks and it's ruining NFTs. And then there was another thing coming out Ooh. called Midjourney, which is AI. And uh, Dub knows about this. Actually, we all know about Midjourney, which is basically a way of just typing like three words and creating something more beautiful than you could do with like a lifetime of of training. And so this kind of kills art too, because what's the point of creating a beautiful image if uh, any school child can just crush you and uh, take a lot less time and it's, it's sick. So basically these are big threats to the art community, the NFT community. And so to respond to that, there was this thing invented called a meme coin uh, called Pepe, which is basically a way to, out blur blur by uh, eliminating all notions of pictures or art or anything uh, that would be holding us back to the open sea days and completely financialize what we're looking at. So it's pure finance. There's no art. And so blur is trying to make NFTs into, you know, financialization uh, type situation, but this is beating it. And then it beats AI because it's basically telling AI, Hey, uh, you know, we're going to take our ball and go home. You're, you're going to beat us in images. We will beat you overall. Uh, by getting rid of of images, so I think Pepe is is like this masterful response to these two uh, existentially risky trends. And on top of that, I think Pepe is a a great Andy Warhol type thing. Uh, Andy Warhol <laughs> has this up. quote, that's, uh, which I found that's myself. So, that's like the worst take you could possibly. Have no, no, let me finish the quote. And then, uh, this is a great take. This is a great take. Andy Warhol has this quote, and I found it myself. Tim gave it to me actually. And Andy Warhol says, it's good, it'd be better than buying a painting is just putting a bunch of money on your wall, basically. I'm not going to read the exact quote, but Andy Warhol's saying, you know, people buy paintings to show off how much money they have. They should just put money on the wall. It shouldn't even be about the art, about the painting. It's a waste of time. And so Blur, and you can see a lot of people doing it here, Blur uh, is about the the same thing, basically. Or sorry, not Blur. Pepe is about the same thing. It's about saying, I don't care about this painting. Uh, I want to put money on my wall. And um, so it's very much in line of Andy Warhol. And if you think about it, like, absolutely speaking, like if you're Andy Warhol, um, you're trying to do conceptual stuff. And someone could say, you can invent a, do- a, a currency. I just think, you know, I don't, don't know that much about Andy Warhol. Piv knows a lot more. But I feel like he would be like, wow, that is so dope. So I think Pepe is a, a brilliant achievement. And uh, also disclosure alert, I own a ton of it. So, you know, disclosure alert. 
And uh, I know some other people here have bought and sold some. So that's another disclosure. I'm not going to out them. I and have that's a spicy why... take. Sorry? I have a spicy take on the All right, what's the spicy take? All right, well, for, first, Dub, you have to go. Though. I, Dub, 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 I think, is, is, um, is, is yinning out right now. He's yinning. I don't know what that means. Like, I'm yang. Oh, so I'm yin. Okay. Uh, mm. I don't know. I don't really have anything insightful to say, I don't think. Other than the fact that, like people being like oh, i made my own currency and people are going to buy it um like in art history has already happened a lot of times like a lot of artists have already uh done that and i think like more interesting ways there's an artist i forget his name but like this is in like the 60s he went out on the streets of new york city as like a busker and he was selling uh snowballs during a, like this great blizzard so he would sell you a snowball and that was the work of art it was like the performance of him like creating a currency that would you know that is obviously valueless because as soon as the blizzard is over it's going to like be gone as soon as you take it home it's gone so it's like very vaporous and and nothing um i don't think okay that, don't that's think... dope all right so we're, we're bringing good content here by the way anyone listening we're bringing good content go, go ahead Doug. yeah I, that's a cool i don't think very many people know about that so that is good content um but yeah i don't think pepe is just i just don't think it's interesting at all it's just like gambling so and i don't condone gambling actually dove by the way has never crossed the street i just actually learned that about him right now <laughs> i don't know what that means okay so just real quick because i now have a um a uh, great thing called the AI thing. So the AI says, well, not necessarily a currency. David Bowie uh, created Bowie bonds, which were asset-backed securities tied to royalties. Okay, so we create. And another example is JSG Boggs, an American artist known for hand-drawing replicas of banknotes. Banksy. He would use the drawing well, to pay. Sorry. Uh, Banksy has a thing called Banksy, Banksy Bucks. I'm asking to do Banksy. Uh, uh, do this. So yeah, first of all, I just want to say like, I'm not like so into pumping my bags that I won't say that other artists creating their own currency or rather selling, you know, I mean, the snowball thing. Yeah. I mean, I guess even just like, well, anyway, okay. Now, now, now to, um, uh, now to, you mentioned you had a spicy take. Yeah. By the way, if you guys want to run the space up a bit, Feel free to nah. make me. Well, I was just gonna say, feel no. free to make me a co-host, <laughs> and then uh, you know you can if you take the podcast to the end of the text and have Pepe in the front. Yeah, uh, I, you know my whole shtick in crypto has been to channel the funds and interest from meaningless things to meaningful things. Yeah. And, I, you know, I've been shitcoining a long time, since like 2017. And, uh, like, I was in this coin called Rocket Bunny, which no one's ever going to hear of again. And I've made a ton of money on that. But feels dirty, I want to say. Because once you know the, how the cycle goes, especially with a lot of these more obscure coins that are popping up, like, in the past week, you it just doesn't feel right. So, for me, um, with Pepe, I mean... Pauly and I and Yezen and Spotty basically cast a spell by having a fucking blast in these spaces and by making it seem cool to be involved. And, and we weren't moonboying by any means. I mean, at least me. I was What's saying, moonboying? Hey, What's moonboying? Sorry, I have to. Well, moonboying is, is like, oh, this is going to the moon and this is going to rocket ship emojis and all this, you know, kind of disingenuous um, positivity 
around something that you don't know who the developer is. It does absolutely nothing. And, you know, thinking back, like, you know, just in the beginning of the year, Polly supported a, a, a domain project that didn't pan out or they're kind of quiet now. So I was very wary of it. And for that reason, I, I was in there saying, I haven't bought this. I'm just here to have fun. Um, but the point is, it shows the power of human speech and charisma. When you rally around something and make it seem cool, people will just lay down their money for it. And that's what happens here. And it just created such a... A rapid network effect that um, you know people just couldn't bear to to not be involved in it, and so yeah. the, the 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 telltale signs of bullishness were coming out. People were creating a lot of copycat stuff, and uh, there was a lot of hate and a lot of doubt from major influencers. So I think what it accomplished is it kind of added some legitimacy, at least to the anti-establishment narrative, because this was not a big thing that was backed by a bunch of marketers and big companies and big exchanges but rather it was something or it, at least it was something organic and something that is kind of grassroots um but now it's total moon boy euphoria and i've i've been waiting for a whole week for a correction because you have to have uh, a correction and you have to have a, a long time of chop if you look at shiba if you look at doge a lot of these coins in the past they would run up crazy, like crazy, and then fall down and die for a couple months, and then they run up again. So this hasn't had its freefall moment yet, and it already got listed on Binance, and that's scary to me because it can fall. I don't believe personally, and I'm not very religious, but I don't believe that this kind of thing is halal anymore. <laughs> I don't really want to take. I don't want to take money from it because basically it's it's disingenuous. It's not worth anything. So yeah. Oh, come on. Been... Okay. So let me just let me just jump in here. Okay, because I, I really do not. Uh, and by the way, I'm I'm not like a big moon boy uh, either. I do own some of this stuff, which was I did it. By the way, I did it for two reasons. One for fun. The other, I want to make a little money. And two, I wanted to get understand some of the different MEV type things and flashbots. And this is like a cool way to do. We talk about it later. But one thing I was really object to uh, is this notion that any of us, uh, like we are not. I'm not religious, but there's with a lot of religions. There's a, big guy or whatever, you know, we are not, we don't know. In other words, you can't look at something from the outside and say, based on the quote unquote fundamentals, uh, it is not uh, worth anything because that is just not how the world uh, uh, works. So, you know, one thing you mentioned, Dub, is gambling. Like you go to a casino and um, you don't know how it works. There's no smart contract to read. It can be, you know, the, the blackjack decks can be 20 times more stacked against you than they look. Who knows? Their regulations are those followed. At least with this, you presumably can you know, understand how the system works and make a decision, you know, for yourself, well, but even on a deeper level, then well, but my, my point is there's a smart contract out there and it has no owner. Apparently, maybe it does, but that's not, my point is simply this, what out there is driven by anything, but this notion, like if you look at the stock market, I'm not the first person to say this, but I believe it. you look at the stock market, why do you think can. people are buying stocks? You know what I mean? They're buying it for the quote unquote yeah. fundamentals. No chance. Why do you think people buy houses? They're buying it for the fundamentals, no chance. And the reason I know there's no chance for this is that if you were buying it for the fundamentals, you would be an idiot because the fundamentals are priced in to the price that it is now. So there's there's no way you can buy something for the fundamentals and expect the price to go up because the seller knows about the fundamentals. So why the F would the seller uh, be selling? The only thing that is different, uh, aside from things like liquidity or whatever, is is irrationality, which is, which is not priced in or it's hard to predict at least. So I don't see how... Uh, just because a stock 
uh, has like a company behind it, you can say that a a stock does something because to the extent it does something, it's included in the price that you are paying. So where does the value come from? What makes that thing uh, go up? Now, of course, dollars famously have a lot of value because you have to pay your taxes in them. So that's one you know, hard line thing. But where's the value in a stock? It's already priced in. What's the argument you're trying to make? The argument I'm trying to make is if you buy a stock and you buy Pepe, you're doing the exact same thing. Literally, the, not literally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, engaging I, I, in the I, exact same action. Yeah, I, I wouldn't disagree. I, my point is just that both of those things are gambling. Can I respond to that? I want to rebut that. Yeah, for sure. I, I, I just simply say that stocks have... Um, there, there's regulations and rules. If you go to a penny stock website, there's in a big disclaimer about forward-looking statements, and there's certain things that they, they they're required to market things with a certain uh, parameters in order to um, protect investors. And so, for me, with this kind of thing, um, I love it. It's going to help all of us. I mean, all all of the funks and all of the little things that we own. I believe that money will um, pour into those things. And yeah, I think so it'll help true. capsule because people start with junk and they move towards culture. Mm-hmm. And that's what I did. I started with shit coins and I moved towards um, things that I thought were more rich and uh, content wise and relevant. So I think this is going to be a bonanza. The, the bull market's back, but at the same time, not everyone's going to win. And I think part of it is, you know, with these, these uh, hype cycles, it, it gets a little too toppy. It gets a little too hyped. And for that reason, a lot of people get burned. And it's not the big whales. It's the little guys that they could go straight to capsule. They could go straight to something that is content rich. And that's, that's what I'm literally trying to do in crypto is trying to get people going direct to something that's art, artful and culturally relevant versus their starting point being a shit coin that does nothing. So let me just say this real quickly. And I want Piv to talk because he actually knows something about meme coins, by the way. He's a deep bro in history here he was in this long before anyone here was maybe you hydrate so more than i was but let me just say this if there was a disclaimer on the stock penny stock website the disclaimer should say do not buy this that's the disclaimer <laughs> any other disclaimer is worse because it's basically saying well yeah sure i'm down to take a risk it's like anyway so anyway, let's move to let's move to pib because he famously and we'll put it in the nest right now actually he famously made a, a great meme uh if you want to know the truth I, I can't put it in here because I don't have uh, – I'm on the capsule account. I'm going to try to put it in here. Piv made a, a – anyway, go ahead, Piv. I'll put your thing up. He made a great meme. He's out there making memes, by the way. I'm not sure if, if I'm longer than, than Hydrate, but but indeed I I, I know also the, the Dogecoin cycles. And they were indeed very predictable until, until – uh, Elon uh, started to tweet about it. Then it it wasn't so predictable anymore. But but I agree that that we that we need these kind of things to to spark things up. Yeah, the stasis. The only thing that is um, okay. So let's spark things up. So first of all, hydrate. I take it all back. We need to pump this space. How do we do that? I change the title. Um, if you make me a co-host and demote Dove, that could help because then people see I'm co-hosting because. When I was, I had a couple spaces that I hosted or co-hosted, and I had a couple hundred people in there. So, uh, it's worth a shot. It is early in the morning, and like as far as this, as far as the chart on Pepe, like it's coming down now. The parabola is over. I think the euphoria is subsiding. So basically, all the degens have already come. So it's like I don't know if the the same fervor is there. But yeah, let's give it a shot if you want to do that. I mean, I shared it in all my trade chats and stuff, but. Twitter itself will show that I'm hosting versus speaking, and that could help. I don't know. I just love you guys and want to 
get you as much um get you as much uh exposure as possible like all the things you all are doing are so interesting to me and cutting edge and th- the this is the thing that should have a billion people in space going crazy and throwing apart as far as i'm concerned you know how to go like, but i'm trying to be more like pepe now because it's uh no I, I i also like doing quote-unquote real uh stuff i made you co-host i demoted dub sorry dub we need to do anything to to get eyes on our stuff but one thing dub you mentioned is uh in our last spaces and you know we kind of go back and forth in this as you said like you know art is you know not about the image shouldn't that make you like pepe there's no image no <laughs> what are you talking about dub oh he's a listener oh my god dude i didn't realize i demoted you wait hydrate you said demote dub to just a listener <laughs> no you you i don't know how space is my, my point is my point is that you know art has to be something you know it, like art can't just be <laughs> art can't just be nothing um so you know when when I say art is only twenty percent visual, uh, you know you still have to make up the eighty percent somewhere in like an artistic like way. It has to have like a, a creator. It has to have like a message. Um, you know, it, it has to say something or do something. But if you went to Snowball Guy and said, "Wait a minute, what about this?" Wouldn't Snowball Guy say, "Like, wow, it's pretty dope." Uh, I I don't think so. I, I think most artists are not huge fans of like free market capitalism. Right, 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 right. Well, um, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, this is, I guess you could say this is free market capitalism. You can also <laughs> say that it, that it, that it borders, borders on, on swindling. <laughs> I think yeah. quite, quite ah. some artists like that, like the, Darker side. I agree. No, side. I agree because there's well, all right. What? Where is this in a year? Where is this in two years? People. What, what's going to happen is, even though everybody said ten billion times that it does nothing, mm-hmm. there's still going to be that camp of people that once they see prices trend down, they're going to say, "Well, what's the team doing? What's being built? What's how? Ha- it's going to be the same right. thing that happens in all of crypto." So. I think it's I think it's important to recognize the the most important thing about this, the biggest draw, is that you can track the supply. With dollars, you cannot track the supply. You know, the the money in Colombia, the money in Argentina, all these places, the fiat gets destroyed. Why? Because it's not transparent. You can't track the supply. So I'm bullish on making a, a token that does nothing, even if the fees to exchange it and transfer it for the time being are hundreds of dollars because you can track the supply. You know exactly who's holding it. And there was intense scrutiny on Pepe all throughout the past few weeks. Who's holding? What are the top holders doing? Imagine if we did that for dollars. Oh, what are the top holders of dollars doing? Are they dumping for Renmin B? Are they, you know what I mean? So (laughs) that, that is the power of crypto, just the transparency of the blockchain alone. People will literally prefer a token that does nothing that's named after a frog over the the biggest currency in the world backed by the largest army on earth. They would prefer that just because you can track the supply. And that is the draw of Pepe. That is the key. What I'm disappointed in is the network being clogged with all these knockoff coins. All these people are all of a sudden are founding a coin. All of a sudden, all these artists are doing Pepe art. Scams. They weren't doing it prior. Like I made a I made a, a Pepe theme photograph on in late March. Yeah, I, I had it pinned on my feed before I, I wrote my recent ENS article. So I think 
people that have been doing Pepe cultural things prior to uh, now get a boost. But grifters that have come in and all of a sudden they're interested in Pepe now are, uh, are it, they should be ashamed. And, and I think the, the most quintessential example of that was Dead Fellas doing a Pepe tribute artwork where you could pay in Pepe. And the reason that was is, amazing. All, Opportunistic. All those, I love the opportunism. Yeah, all those people are woke out of their mind. They are sensitive about every little thing and they hate the alt-right and they hate you know republican they're very very leftist which is there's nothing wrong with that but to have them sell out and make a pepe art to jump on that train to me compromised you know their principles and i thought that was really stupid so i think all the opportunism really right now you're you can see who the scammers are you can see yeah. the people who are just in it for the money because they changed their whole brand and narrative just to catch the hype and that's a shame yeah, it's it's very gross. Yeah, I mean, let me ask yeah, this question: a lot. Should there be make, like, a oh, hey, you're going to talk? You're going to talk right over me, damn. Well, this is, um, this is a question I want you to address. I'm just asking a question. I have no opinion. Dub, whatever you're going to say, also tack okay. on. Should we have a capsule coin? Anyway, now say what you're going to say. Okay, thank you. Those are important <laughs> comments. Um, yeah, it's been gross to see. I, I saw someone this morning be like, oh, I'm, make, "I'm making turbo art. Please, please pay me in turbo. Please pay me in Pepe." You know, if like artists like bots do. Who like really paved the way for Pepe to to be the currency that it is right now, um, and I I, ho- I haven't checked on his like work, but I hope he's getting a good boost. I did like one I did one Pepe Funk Frog uh, on Foundation a while ago. Shout out to JPEG Poppy who bought that. I think he's still using it as his PFP. It's pretty it's pretty sick. But yeah, I, I agree that like I don't think Pepe is inherently bad, but I think that the the culture that Pepe has spawned out of it in terms of like all the grifts, all the scams, like everyone trying to kind of backpack off of that is really nasty. Um, but yeah, like intrinsically, there's no problem. Like if people want to speculate, people can speculate. Like it's fine. And Pepe is nothing but pure speculation. But yeah, it sucks to see people trying to like. I don't know, backpack off the culture and not like do anything original or interesting, but just kind of like. And the capsule coin? The wave. Should we do the capsule coin? No. Yeah, do the I ERC20. Do it. No. <laughs> no. There's no, there's no downside no. to it. There's, there's no reason not to. What, I just don't want to turn my back on the essence of life. I don't want to have be so willful as to think I know better than this crowd of scammers, you know, Piv. <laughs> what, what I would do is do it on Arbitrum airdrop it to all the people who hold the various capsule artworks, create a pool with like 0.1 ETH and whatever supply you have. And just, you know, you could, you could, for example, do capsule artworks on Arbitrum or whatever chosen chain that doesn't cost money, maybe Polygon, whatever, and just allow people to redeem in that token. And you guys could, with your dev skills, explore doing contracts on L2s or whatever, because you can't do it on ETH. You wouldn't want to do it on ETH. But I think using creating a token that's airdropped to people who had already supported you and then doing a very tiny pool with the rest and, and having none of it yourselves unless you own your own tokens, that your own artwork, that way you could, you could periodically put out um, certain redeems or artworks that are in that coin, and then you're you're, for example, drawing users to Arbitrum and having them use that network. That that could help them with future airdrops. When if people are using Arbitrum, there's other tokens that come along and incentivize usage of the L2. So I think there's a way you could do it that would draw people onto um, a more experimental networks. But I would I would 100% not do it on ETH. And um, also, there one thing that's interesting that I'm seeing people do is 
they have the golden check mark on Twitter, and then they are using it to give people a golden check for affiliates. It costs money. I mean, it's a it's a top like cost play. But some people like that golden check. So another thing you could do is say, hey, top capsule supporters get the golden check from Capsule. They're affiliated with the organization. That's one thing I've That's seen. That's a sick idea. Wait, how much does that cost? A thousand bucks? What does that cost to get the Capsule organization? I think it's a thousand a month or something like that. But oh. I think it's worth it. Oh. It's worth a shot. I don't know. I mean, that could be that could be. T- I mean, you know, the thing I think is interesting, right? Is uh, you know, it's all connected. So there's the scams. We don't want to be a part of it. We don't want to launch a coin. I get what Piv's saying, but at the same time, Piv is also saying it's cool uh, that this is bringing excitement and energy. And so uh, if, and by the way, it's making the price of ETH go up because of like X of staking. I don't know how it works, but basically like more gas means good, you know, ETH. I'm not a big holder of uh, ETH, uh, but you know, Piv, haven't we already launched a coin by being pleased by the excitement that we are seeing for uh, chain things? For for what? I'm saying by being excited that people are interested in doing things and there's action and there's like energy yeah. now uh, and that yeah. maybe this will overflow into other things uh, or at least make the ETH more valuable, the Ether token. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Aren't we already launching a coin? Haven't we already launched a coin? That coin is called Pepe. We're co-founders of Pepe. Okay, in that way. Yes, I can't believe you're advocating being a co-founder of Pepe. But yes, no, I, I, I think it's it's kind of a... Actually, uh, I secretly did the art for Pepe. <laughs> I drew it. That would be that, some, uh, you heard it here first, y'all. That, that's something yeah, else. All of all. as a, as oh, go ahead. something else. I noticed that that seems quite new to me. Um, in seventeen eighteen, I think the the people, the new people, were really really respectful to the to the thirteen fourteen people, like the OGs. And now that that seems to to really change. Like the new people are are saying, yeah, the the influencers, the VC-backed influencers. I don't know what to, what do you think. It, it's the first time I see something like this. This like before it was always no, it's bizarre. I come from the Web two world, and people love VCs in the Web two world. Like if you raised money from a VC, you were seen as being cool. Yeah, but but even they they are By not. Way, quickly, let me just interject. They're good. A, a lot of them are not. They are not VC. They are just. They were. They were here in seventeen. They started in seventeen, and they gathered a, a big. A big audience, and now they're like the influencers who, who pushes, who put us all down or pushes down. I think that's very different to to previous cycles. I love the influencers. Shout out the influencers. <laughs> uh, let me into your secret group chats and uh, let me hang out and let me take your money. That's what I have to. That's what I have to say. So about. let me ask you this question, Piv. If I were criticizing an influencer from 2017, uh, put that in the context of art history. Who would I be and who would I be criticizing in this alternate reality where influencer criticism was carried backwards to hating the OG artist? <laughs> Hold on. What is your question? If, so, okay. I'm, I'm you gonna, mentioned in art history, they liked, they, they liked the old people, right, in art history. Right? Yeah. This is your contention. Like, like Kobe, for okay. example. That's, that's somebody everybody likes or, or liked. That's, I think he's from Kobe, 12 or okay. 13. So, so I now hate Kobe. I don't actually hate Kobe, but I, I will for this bit. So I yeah, but maybe maybe you, you need to hate it, someone from seventy, not not from not that early. I don't know how it's how it's okay. <laughs> okay, I hate uh, who's around in seventeen. <laughs> for the for your list, the listeners out there, you're welcome. I, I think Ga- Gainsy is from seventeen, so uh, you can you can hate Gainsy. That's going to low effort code, Kobe. Okay, so I hate Gainsy. Now pretend I was an artist in the what time period were you talking about? The artists. <laughs> 
For, for what artists? Saying the artists in like the 17th century, the, the artists in the 17th century used to like the OGs in the 14th century. No, no, no. I was talking about crypto cycles. Like, 17th... weren't you comparing a? No, I was comparing the, oh, I the thought... cycle from 17. So the people who arrived to 14. Today... I thought you were saying artists in the 1700s. No, 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 no. Always no, liking no. artists from the 14th. No, no, no. It's completely different. Wow. People, people who joined in 17, okay. they really liked the people who joined in 12, 13, 14 because they were the. The OGs. So yeah, Gainsey yeah. likes it's Kobe, like, uh, but I hate like, Gainsey. I like the music that was popular when I was a teenager. That's it's kind of the same thing. Yeah, yeah. this was a uh, a major. Uh, yeah, people don't like Jay Z anymore. So if you're you young, think, you don't um, like Jay Z. That's normal. Do you guys consider yourself OGs? I saw someone refer to people who joined in 2021 as OGs, and I was like, oh, thank you. Like I'm one of the old guys now. I no, they're like they're not. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't join in 2021. I mean, I sort of did at the very end. But I don't really. know. If you didn't suffer in the in the prior bear market, I don't think it's OG. Yeah, but I, now I'm suffering in this bear market. So I'm here, dude. I'm on the ground floor. I saw the peak mania, and now I saw the lowest lows, and now Pepe's taking yeah. us back to peak mania. It, Dub admits it. Pepe's taking us back. It's, it's not like... No, no, dude. I, I look, look. I like Pepe. I just don't have anything interesting to say about it because it's no different than like Doge or Shib or something. It's like a conversation oh, we've already had a lot of times. It's like, as on a crypto different people. planet from Doge and Shib. It, but it's Pepe is completely Pepe, different look, in every Pepe way. Pepe is going faster. Pepe is growing faster. It has fewer holders. It has a higher market cap, a thousand X. So I'm very happy for for Pepe uh, holders. I, I made a, a small amount of money on, on Pepe and I'm happy for everyone else who did as well. Yeah, and yeah, by the way, just to interrupt cool. you, Dub, with something you want to say. It's David Hammons. David Hammons, you are referring to an artwork called Blizz, Blizzard Ball Sale. In 1983, Hammons yeah. had a street vendor stand down to Manhattan during a snowstorm and sold snowballs. The performance artwork was a commentary on, oh, here we go, capitalism, consumerism, the fleeting yes. nature of art, like all the classic topics. Yes. Hammons, yes. it was sales, it's a critique as the art world. And um, it's an, it, it became an iconic moment and is often cited as an example of conceptual and performance art. So you definitely got content in this Boom. podcast. Like if you go and report Dude. us to Twitter or the SEC or whatever, we didn't get any content. Like, Can you believe that I haven't even up. been to college? You, I haven't even been to college and I know about that. That's crazy. That's, that's You're just LARPing. LARPing is an intellectual. I love it. <laughs> Dude, I, yeah. I, I'm applied right now to Columbia University. So in a month, I will find out if I'm going to be an Ivy Leaguer. So that's very exciting. Oh, I have a little to, – to just change the pace for one moment, I do have a new article out about the ENS subdomains. And one cool thing you guys could also do if you wanted to was if you get like a dank ca- – like if you got capsule.eth or if you have any dank, you could um, allow people that hold the artworks to get like a really cool short uh, subdomain. So uh, I'll pin up top, but I, I would really encourage you guys because I know – uh, especially middle March, you, you be deving. Uh, the subdomain documentation from ENS is very robust. There's so many features. It's definitely worth looking at. There's so much you could do with that. Um, highly, highly, highly encourage you guys to good tip. Uh, read through it. And what's funny is, so you guys know I do Arabic language stuff. If you have, yeah. if you have an Arabic language subdomain, because of how the text reads right to left. It, it switches and it puts the primary domain on the left on the back and it puts the subdomain in the middle so it looks like you have a one character primary primary domain really cool Ooh. i'll, I'll uh, put it up top that is cool oh so hi, hi, Jared, i wanted to ask you as, as the ens king 
I feel like right now, am I, you know, I'm not really, a, I'm not really a trader. I'm like very bad at trading. I feel like right now ENS is like a good buy because no one's talking about it anymore. Mm-hmm. But when NFT come back, I feel like people are going to buy them. Like what's a good ENS buy? Uh, so the government, I can say this. I have been orbiting a lot of DAOs. I'm not a professional DAO person by any means, but I've definitely participated in tons of votes and seen how DAOs work. They, they are a very good DAO. They listen to their people. The only thing is their distribution is not great, meaning a lot of the early people have a ton of the token and a ton of influence. So the distribution is not moi. But that being said, they do listen to the votes. They do listen to a lot of the feedback on the forum. Their, their DAO forum uh, is the best DAO forum I've ever seen. The, in, in the level of detail they go into, their budgeting, all of the things that they put to vote, it's extremely robust. I'm really not sold on governance tokens overall. I think governance tokens are yet to be proven. But if anyone proves that it is working... It's, it's going to be ENS. So, yeah, you know, with Pepe, you're seeing a lot of DGENs who got in Pepe early. They're, they're liquidating and they're putting money back into their preferred projects because they want those projects yeah. to do well. We've been in a bear market. A lot of stuff's been, been faltering. So I would, I would challenge you this. If you're going to get a bag of ENS, get a big bag and participate in the Dow or, or not at all. Don't, don't be half-assed and just try to day trade it. You might as well day trade one of these million ripoff shit coins that's happening. You're going to get a better return. What, what yeah. about buying like a cool four digit? Is that like a play? Uh, my, so, and I write about this in the article. I, if, if I would, and, and, and I'm kind of on those same extremes with the token. If you're going to get a, a dank ENS domain, like a four digit, get a grail, big time grail, like 0069 or whatever. Get mm. something that, that is hot. <laughs> Hi, mom. No, no, yeah, don't I love that. Explore. Like I, my theory right now on ENS clubs, you know, there's a lot of these clubs trending last summer. Um, I don't think the floor price is as important as the really top level grails in those collections. So right. you guys are going to go all out for a domain, get something that's really good. And I have a lot of connections. If you guys find something, I know a lot of brokers I can try to work on. You're like working the seat, they would trade for you. It's like a whole market. But I would, I would definitely say there is Pepe money pouring back into ENS. But we're in this period. You have to remember all of the big clubs minted out around this time last year, and a lot of these things are expiring. So there's a lot of eyes on Ooh. right now. Who is going to yeah. pay the renewal fees? And here's right. the new meta. And this is this is big alpha. Anyone listening, you're lucky to be fucking hearing this. Let me tell you, the new meta is going to be subdomains because there are no registration fees so the new clubs in ens are going to be built around amazing dank short subdomains because you can get a one character domain let's say you guys got cap.eth for capsule and i could get one i I could get one dot cap.eth that would be good if i were you knowing what i know i would bid the shit out of cap.eth and offer subdomains to the Capsule 21 holders. Or you could get Cap 21. You could get 0021. There's a, there's well, basically yeah. whatever you can get for a reasonable price, I would do it. And offer subdomains to the holders. And then allow others to mint them at a cost. So, for example, you could say, okay, Capsule will mint for you, for our, our top 50 supporters, whatever subdomain you want for free. And then we're going to offer the rest of them at, at $10 
and you could be whatever at cap.eth. That I think would be a and big And you can draw. do a website where you can just set something. I mean, how hard is this? I mean, some it's it's easy as probably do it on so if you read my article, you can do it on ENS Vision where you put through all the transactions. Of course, you know what you want gas to come down a little bit, but um, you can use the ENS Vision website to direct people to uh, minting a, a cap.eth domain and pay 10 bucks or whatever. So you have that revenue stream. And then for your top capsule support, you can say, hey, the top 50 holders of all of our collections, we're going to give uh, a free cap.eth domain or whatever. That's fascinating. Yeah, I really want to figure out like where the Pepe money goes because um, everyone's just going to lose it, right? Everyone who made like 400 grand is just going to like immediately go lose it in NFTs somewhere. So I want to figure out like where people are going to go spend that money. Well, that's, I can that's, tell that's, you like, I what I've been thinking about. It's the Milady ecosystem. It's going to be funks to a degree. Yeah, but fuck the Miladies. Okay, that's my hardline stance. <laughs> I know people are going to be mad at me, but I fucking right on, hate hey. the Miladies. <laughs> Sorry, you asked. You, know, you asked. <laughs> let's reset the room. Right. Let's just reset the room right. here because I, I want to. You know, let's reset the room. So we're here talking about Pepe. Pepe is if you don't if you haven't heard about this, it's basically an innovation designed to strike back against Blur's financialization of NFTs and also strike back against uh, Mid Journey's power to uh, disrupt human artists. Uh, it is a coin that is a pure financial instrument with no art attached. So Blur. Uh, beat Blur his own game and also beat Mid Journey. So it's like the first uh, Blur and AI resistant meme coin uh, ever. It's a strong buy. No, I'm kidding. You should do your own research or whatever. There's no anything you buy is the same because everything's priced in. Anyone out there with some commentary on this? We want to get some people involved. Who is uh, loving the frog? Who is hating the frog? Any opinion is valid on this. We are living in a post everything world. So there's no way anyone can tell you. Uh, that you don't know what you're talking about because you, you know, you're, they don't know anything. If someone asks you that, I would just say, what makes you so great? You know, what, what have you done for me uh, lately? So uh, if you want to ask us what we've done for you lately, now is the time. Mad Yak, shout out Mad Yak. Let's uh, do a little invite to speak there. Put the pressure on uh, my dude. Okay. Um, it's a good coin. Piv, Piv. Um, back to yeah. us. I, I, I wanted to say that I recently bought piv.eat oh wow. wow that's huge nice yeah goodbye and it was indeed uh how'd you do it did you go through a broker no it was um it, it was indeed last year it, i i watched it and it it was night before me like in a in a week and then now it renewed and i just could buy it or it's See, it, it that's expired. what i was talking about i sold 7715 to buy pepe so i'm the opposite of what hydrate would wow. i think 7715 wow, is wow. that good i mean it's got two sevens but it's also about to renew that's why i did it also so hydrate does have his finger on the pulse i was like oh, actually pib reminded me pib was like uh, don't you have to renew it i was like oh my god sell this yeah I let a lot of stuff expire uh, that I registered in like October of 2021. There's like a, I had like five domains that are all gone now. Gas is literally 151. Oh, um, oh, I wanted to uh, say I'm gonna I'm, I might hop off the space early. Uh, I wanted to say I'm going to be at Super Chief Gallery again uh, for the third time now, which is very very exciting. Building a, a good relationship with those folks. Um, I'm going to be doing an open edition where 50% of the proceeds go to the New York uh, food pantry. So if you're into uh, spending some of your Pepe on, on artists and on charity, uh, just like to keep an eye out for that because uh, that'll be pretty cool. Pretty cool. I'm really happy with the work that I submitted for it. And uh, hopefully we, we raise some, some money for, for folks. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Check it out. 
Why is the name Super Chief? Uh, I don't know. You'd have to ask uh, Ed, the uh, the main guy over there. Come to New York City. Come to the come to the thing, and then and then you can talk to him. He's a cool, dude. I would love to come to New York City. As I mentioned, I drove to Long Island yesterday. Oh, it's terrible. Mad Yak, you're on stage. Uh, what's good? How's the uh, truck engine doing? Good morning, God. It's done. It's done. It was uh, rip. Never ending. So yeah, lots of work. Changed some CV joints. Is a four wheel drive. That's really not fun, but it's running. But it's real, at least. Unlike Pepe, that's real, by the way. Everything everyone is saying, oh, this is more real than Pepe. Like, replacing an engine in a four-wheel drive thing, that's real. Yeah, it's uh, an experience. Never never done a diesel engine. It's a lot of stuff and not a lot of room. But I guess it all pays the same. <laughs> Hell yeah. So what are your feelings on uh, the future of um, meme coins uh, and um, and Pepe itself? You've, you've heard us talk about this. You've heard me say things. Is it real? Does Pepe I mean, this is real as the U.S. dollar. So, I mean, it could go way up. It could go down. But I think we got a lot of I think we got a lot of room. It's only been like three weeks, right? I just don't see it dying in the next month or two, personally. I mean, even SHIB is still around. What's SHIB's market cap? It's, it's pretty pretty far off the highs. But it's, it has no utility, so pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just know. like it's like low movement, like low percentage increase, decrease. I was looking at the charts last week. Here's the so funny yeah, thing uh, that I actually launching wonder is, do people... It's still five SHIB. Okay, uh, why? Uh, one thing I love, and I can't tell people are kidding... And this is something I need your help with because I don't want to insult anyone. But when people like look at a chart and they draw like lines on it and they draw like a triangle, like is that a joke or are people serious? No, dude. Dude, I thought it was a joke, but I keep watching Kenobi be right over and over and over again. And I and like Kenobi is an actual Jedi for that. Like he's he's been king of the Pepe charts for the last like two three weeks. Sure, I have a lot of good ones too. I mean. Yeah, it is. It is true to a degree. But you're still guessing. It's still not a hundred percent. No, it is. It's a science, dude. <laughs> well, it is. It is it's science. But look at look at Pepe, for example. Who would have thought it would have been top fifty in three weeks out of nowhere? So just yeah. keep in mind, it's it, yeah, it's not sure. a. It's never a hundred percent. Otherwise, everyone would be rich. But the thing is, um, yeah. I mean, with parabolas, for example, when something goes parabolic, you're gonna just have those redistribution of assets so what i always watch is parabola and bull flag i'll um i'll put some stuff up top that i had done for pepe but uh yeah there's a there's a lot of different schools of thought with regards to charting so there's not like one way to skin the cat i would just say like i'll I'll put one up where it's the most obvious thing ever because i know some people here aren't super familiar with charting but basically when you see certain trends you know what's going to happen for sure and I'll, I'll put an example up top. But then, yeah, I, uh, I thought I was being smart. I like I, I sold uh, on like the very first like big spike up, like when and like the on like the fourth day of Pepe, and I was like, oh cool, like I, I put an ETH in, and then I took like three ETH out and I three X, then I sold the top, and I'm like very happy. Now I realize if I was still holding my 90 billion Pepe, which I had at the time, that I would probably have that's like a life changing amount of money. Uh, so I've been kicking myself over that a little bit, but you know, God told me it's not in the cards, and it's not in the cards. 
Yeah. But yeah, it's just impossible to guess. Look up top. I have an example of a chart that looks really good. And you see that slow grind up, you know, and, and it was funny because there was this guy that was really doubting it. But what you see is you see what's called uh, a bull flag. So there's a parabola and then it comes down a little bit and it kind of just chops. And what that means is that the redistribution is not strong enough to bring the token down and, and, and make that be the complete top. So those parabolas and into bull flags are a very, very reliable formation with a lot of these meme coins. It's just with a lot of these new tokens coming out, you don't know if the developer is just going to dump. People can make 30 wallets and buy up the token right. and just destroy it. And that's the risk. Yeah. When I sold my Pepe, it was because I was looking at the holders chart and I was like, oh, DGen Harambe or DMT is going to sell. And then this is going to be over. That's like that was my rationale behind behind selling so early. But then they held. You had ninety billion. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, ninety billion or ninety five billion. It was like a lot. I put in like uh, over two grand on like the first day. Yeah. Holy moly, dude! But you still yep. made money. You can't every dollar you make money. You you know you take some you yeah. Take I, some I didn't you uh, just do whatever. I didn't lose wow. money. So that's sick. That's insane. I guess how could you have ever. That's fascinating. How could you ever know? Yeah, you oh can never Lord. know. In retrospect, you feel stupid, but it's like how, there's no way you could know. And Dude, you, you, know, did, nine... you did great. You did great. You can't do that. Yeah. I yeah. sold a bunch of mine early. It doesn't matter because here's the thing. You guys have been building consistently in the bear market, and you're associated with a lot of these communities that were in Pepe early. People are going to take the coins and put them into things that are culture so this is big. The bull market's back. This is huge. Really? My own... Are you calling yeah. the bull market? Um, dude, I'm so calling it. I'm so calling it. This is the oh, start for sure. I got to rename this this chat right now. That's a relief. Bull Jesus. market. Yeah, you Excuse can me, put Jesus. bull market back. Let's go. Because here's the thing. There's so much new capital coming into the ecosystem. I, I had uh, friends, neighbors, my mom saying, oh, what's this frog coin? <laughs> what that means is the, the market is infused with fresh capital it's not the same people trading with each other like it has been for a while. And uh, again, a lot of these people that sniffed out Pepe early and had it, they're pouring money. All, like you look at what's happening with Funks. Uh, the top holder of Pepe bought four Crypto Funk zombies just the other night. Funks are sending. The NFTX pool Wait, is Funks doubled. are up? Oh, dude, Funks are up. Yeah, insane. it's like tripled, I think. Yeah, dude, the NFTX pool is up 2x. Here's the thing. Paulie's rocking a Funk's profile pick in in the Pepe spaces, people are going to start to search and research what Paulie's been involved in, and Funk's are going to send so big time because it's going to be cool to have a Funk. Remember, Pepe is the counterculture movement. It wasn't VC-backed. It wasn't this kind of like big marketing team with a lot of ads. It's just pure memes. So people are going to want to be involved with other anti-establishment projects and what's the number one anti-establishment project in crypto? It's CryptoFunks V2. So I'm very bullish on it. Um, even if 1% of the people who made a million dollars on Pepe buy a funk, the floor is going to 10x. Wow, this is fast. Big, I actually, I, mean, big, I was huge. trying to jump on my funks. So I was so depressed, but then I still have a bunch of them. I have not. Yeah, I only have one. So. When, I was, um, when I was a kid, I played a lot of RuneScape. There's this thing in RuneScape called the Duel Arena. Basically, you could go to the duel arena and fight another player. You would put money down on who's going to win the fight. But it's like a computer, so it's a, it's basically a coin flip. So it's like a 50-50 chance. People spend a lot of money. 
you could also like use a credit card to like buy in-game currency. So I was like uh, buying Visa gift cards with like my parents' money and then buying RuneScape gold with that and then going to the duel arena and like trying to <laughs> like trying to gamble on these like fights and make money that way. And I realized that when I was like 14 that I have like a bad uh, like I'm, I'm like I, I handle gambling very, very poorly. So I, I always sell stuff too early. But I, I'm, I'm afraid for like all these people who made a lot of money that they're going to lose it very quickly as well. But, um, yeah, but yeah, it's, all, that, it's, all, it's all a gamble. The Binance thing is big, but but think about it this way. Um, remember Sushi Swap? Sushi Swap did a one billion dollar plus vampire attack on Uniswap liquidity in the fall of 2020. What does that mean? U- Uniswap had billions of dollars in liquidity in tokens like ETH, USDC, and all the popular altcoins at the time. And Sushi came and said, you can trade on Sushi Swap for less fees and you can earn Sushi token if you stake your liquidity. And they pulled over half of the liquidity from Uniswap in like a week. It was insane. Their token went from virtually nothing to $15. And when it got listed on Binance at $15, within one month, it was $0.50. Cents. So the, the Binance listing, they want to control it. They want to be in possession of the coin so that they can manipulate it, make money off longs and shorts, make money off the fees. So they're taking control. And what that means is they have more control over the price and they want to create right. FUD, dump it. There's going to be a there's going to be a winter period for it before it can truly run up. They are not going to let it flip doge just in a month or in two months. I, I really would doubt that happening. That's why they got involved and listed it so quickly because they had to take control of it. They have to make a bearish scenario in a winter period so they can gain more control before they really send it up because it's going to threaten the whole ecosystem if it sends too hard too fast. It already hmm. is is breaking records. It already scared the pants off all the VCs. Yeah, it's, cr- so, it's crazy. And, and here's the thing. Centralized exchanges, they don't have to have the token to sell it. That's the key. They don't have to hold the token to sell it because it's why not? Don't you need to sell? Like when I go to the produce stand on my end of my block, I buy some tomatoes. They need to hold the tomatoes to sell it. It's it's just like the dollar. It's an IOU, and it's not backed by anything on chain. So just they hold. It's I think only it's when you withdraw it. Only when you withdraw it. Exactly. They only have to have enough for withdrawals, and that's the key. Um, real so quick, really goes, uh, it's 11. I said I was going to hang out for supply. like an hour and then, uh, I'm going to go for a run. I, I can't do more yeah, than an hour today. Go I got to go, go, go dump right now. Love I got to go get my exercise in. Love you guys. Okay. Peace. But let me, uh, ask you this question. Uh, now don't we have the issue with the, um, U S dollar now because we have Binance as a central bank who can mint more Pepe. <laughs> yeah. I mean, 50, like there's like a, literally a thousand banks that are insolvent right now, and I don't think that, that that's a coincidence with Pepe. I think you know, like me personally, I told my wife like, let's take money out of our savings and buy a new van because I literally don't trust that the bank is going to insure my deposits. So I think that the the U.S. monetary system is finally collapsing because they are doing this crap in in Russia and basically it's just like Rome. They overextended the empire and now it's crumbling. It's a bad look. I'm shook, but I have tons of blockchain assets, so I'm sitting fucking pretty right now. Boom. It's not just uh, Rome, by the way. Uh, okay, we got a new person. It's also uh, the British Empire did this uh, famously, um, which is maybe good. All right, we got Kyle. We, we had for we had HDL.eth for a second, but 
uh, they decided, hey, I'm a, a, a three-letter ENS person, so I don't want to, you know, socialize uh, here, which I respect HDL. I, I, I um, actually, I have zero, the number is zero WW, which I really regret buying. Uh, so if anyone wants to buy that for me, I will take any price. Where is Kyle? Kyle, don't play with us. If you have alpha and you're not sharing it, then uh, that's a big issue for me. That's one of my big, big, big pet peeves. Like if I'm going to the street corner uh, farmer's market, you know, I guess you're buying withdrawing uh, there. But just the withdrawals thing is just insane. Like, yeah, you don't have the money until you withdraw it. Like as a kid, it doesn't quite make sense. You know, you think, hey – they're holding on to my money for me. It's my money. Uh, it's ultrasound money. I never said that uh, as a kid. Kyle, welcome to the stage. Kyle, no, it's rugging. Kyle, okay, what's good? Give us the alpha. There's a noise here. There's a noise. There's a noise. Okay, okay, I'm moving over. Sleepy, sleepy Pepe, you're up. No noises. Give us the alpha. My mic's good. Just checking. Just checking. Hell yeah. Sounds good. Cool. Fantastic. Cool. Honestly, I don't know what to say. This was the first opportunity I had to get on stage, and I I just took it. Do you guys mind if do I it, stay on it. stage just and just chill? Uh, sure, but you have to rep at least a little bit. Like, who are you? What's the top? Is the top in? Like, what's up with you? Is the top in? I don't know. I don't know anything about crypto. I can't give any. Uh, I I. No, I'm you're just perfect. here to it's learn like people... and socialize. Well, Love you're it. in trouble. Although you can socialize, but sometimes if you haven't played golf in a while. You actually hit a better golf shot because your brain isn't all scrambled by all your insecurities. So, uh, oh, okay, HDL, you were the original, or unless you got you got it. Here, give me, give me, come on. All right, what's what's your analysis? Just where's the triangle at? Oh, so are, you, are we talking about Pepe still? Whatever you want, whatever you want. <laughs> hey, yeah. Uh, in my personal opinion, uh, in retrospect, it makes sense uh, the Pepe run. But the weird part about Pepe, uh, like season is uh, generally a meme coin season indicate top. I don't know how to take it now. Like uh, uh, technically, the whole market cap has not whole market cap. Bitcoin has doubled and uh, uh, ETH has doubled from bottom. But there was no systematic flow from uh, big coins like the uh, blue chips to uh, mid tier coins. It directly went into main coin season, which is not typical of a cycle. Uh, so, as somebody was talking before, there is definitely some new capital that might have got in uh, because of greed or you know, uh, it is. It's not very typical. So I'm really confused with the market as of now. Um, definitely, we need to look out for things that might pump next instead of chasing the meme meme coins. Um, uh, that, those are my two cents. Uh, and uh, regarding NFTs, I think NFTs have recently bottomed out, uh, like with uh, high volume uh, capitalization. But uh, typically, with the end of uh, bear market, uh, there's a long consolidation. So, which has not we haven't seen with NFTs. I like that. I like so that. you're saying bear market rolls on? Yeah, I'm. Um, I'm not sure, but the capital need to flow somewhere. Is it? Uh, is it? What? Are, what is the next thing after meme coins? Is it meme coins for a while? Well, um, I can say this: meme coin cycle is not over because Pepe hasn't crashed. So as long as Pepe is performing somewhat well, uh, you know, copycat coins will gain steam. 
there's already several that have that have turbo has gone up a lot manga the bitlord is shilling has gone up a lot and and people are creating these communities around that but there's no intrinsic value so like for example the the guys that are hosting this space run capsule 21 and they have all kinds of really interesting art projects that a lot of the ogs uh from this current bear market have shown interest in and bought um jack butcher has bought several of pivs nfts so a lot of you know, influential artists and people have bought their stuff. I'm very bullish on that. I'm a big holder. Me personally in crypto, I've been trying to get away from memes and things that don't have tangible value. I put an article up top. I've been helping this National Geographic photographer and trying to get people to get his work because it has pre-AI provenance. Any artwork that was created prior to AI that you can verify, it's in a book, magazine, exhibition, museum, whatever, I think those things on blockchain will do well. And this guy was with Nat Geo for 40 years. So he sells prints all over the world. He does exhibitions all over the world. So I felt like, you know, when my family and friends would ask me, what should I buy as an NFT? I want to give them something that in 50 years is still culturally relevant. So I'm thinking very zoomed out, very long term. What can I share with people from an artist who's already successful? Like these capsule guys are young. They're fresh on the scene. You know, they have a, a, they have fine art skills, but they're not like in their 70s or 80s and have a lifetime of a successful career. So I think people that have an active team, an active studio that are OGs in the regular art game, that's something to look at um, as far as something that has provenance and that goes the distance. Pre-AI provenance, that's an interesting uh, point. I mean, I think that... Um... Yeah, will that, uh, because is that like saying, hey, uh, you know, what I really want to find is someone who plays with a wooden tennis racket. You know, this is always the um, the counterexample I have to all this kind of stuff is no one plays with a wooden tennis racket. Even hipsters uh, don't do it. Wooden tennis racket uh, is not good. It's like some people like a manual transmission car because of like the tactile sensations or whatever. No one plays with a wooden tennis racket. And so uh, just because... And, you know, I'm being controversial here, but just because you have uh, a, a credential that verifies that you can play with a wooden tennis racket, is that going to be? Maybe it is. Maybe it is. Maybe it is. So uh, we should wind down, though, because Dove put it out there. He's going for a run. I think there are probably a lot of people in this chat who are trying to go for runs, basically, or, or work out like really, really hard. Uh, today, personally, I'm going to be dumping uh, my Pepe right after this. I think what's going to happen. It's going to get manipulated. It's going to get crushed. I don't know if, if disclosure, by the way, I'm a Pepe holder. Uh, final thoughts. What's, what's the, where's the, where's the wisdom? Like the wisdom. This? How do we do it? How do we approach things from the standpoint of, uh, you know, love and respect, but also making the most money possible at every second. <laughs> isn't, isn't that a nice closing thought in itself? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because let one, me tell you here, thing, like, you got, uh, one, one more thing I would just like to, you know, put it out there. Um, I think there was a lot of NFT people that were uh, really active until very recently. And uh, I feel that there are a lot of NFT people that got involved in Pepe, which is not very typical. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... The money might stay within ecosystem, like because they are experienced with NFTs. So yeah, we need to watch out uh, what is getting attention next. It's all at attention econ- economics. So uh, 
if we most of the times we think that we are late but that is the biggest mistake i have been doing for a very long time i have been seeing pepe since market cap of 10 or 20 million and i just faded it yeah i don't regret it because that is how i lost a lot of money last bull market so you thought once it's at 20 million it's already high enough yeah yeah because uh, retrospectively it makes sense the meme value has not been captured and the other thing we thought is like it's the peak of bear market where will the new capital come from so i was wrong here wow wow that is really i mean you know dovetail who dipped was um saying the same thing but, i think he was uh but but it is crazy how this how these opportunities keep keep appearing like we had also the the checks from from jack who were like eight dollar i think an open edition of eight dollar if you went in that big, you you really could make it, and it's the same. And it, it really is. Chex was kind of the original Pepe. I think maybe Chex paved the way for Pepe in a way. Maybe in a way, yes. The old Pepe, I mean, yeah. open edition, right? Anything with an open edition is basically the same thing. And uh, 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 we don't need to FOMO on every opportunity. I think you need to FOMO only for very high conviction uh, plays. That way, you don't lose a lot of money. There is a lot of lost capital, which we are not seeing. I think there's a lot of people who... Because Pepper didn't even top yet. So in one month, we'll know who is naked. So we'll see. <laughs> yeah, that's the sort that. of thing. When the, when the grass is cut, the snakes will show. I mean, that's maybe not what you're saying. They're not snakes. Or what, what's another one like that? I think it's like the when waves turn, you'll know who is naked. Uh, when the uh, when the sun is out, uh, you'll know who's. I think it's uh, when the when the tides flow back out, you'll see who's swimming naked. Yes, yeah. Yeah. thank you. Wow, jeez. Okay, that's a great call. We can't end now. Coming in hot with another reasonably premium uh, domain. Uh, give us more thoughts. Five four five nine. After saving our our lives there. <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, so I don't, I don't know anything about like TA and stuff. Like looking at that stuff, I'm like that lady with with the that GIF where she's like looking at all these numbers floating around. Yeah, like I, I don't know anything about that. Um, but uh, I definitely, I I had minted a couple of uh, four digits last summer, and I sold uh, all of them except for the one that I use as my identity, uh, like two months ago, and I rolled all those profits into uh, Pepe. Um, but I mean, I, I got so wait, we able. both sold four digits to enter. Pepe, we both, both did. We both did. And we're not the only ones like, um, uh, I'm in this group chat with another person in, um, B card, which is a project that eight has. And this person was like, look, 1500.eth sold for, it was like 1.5 ETH, which is pretty low, right? For such a clean, uh, digit. And then uh, we were joking that this person probably bought Pepe with it, and it wasn't a joke. Like, they actually did immediately buy Pepe with the proceeds. I thought I was that so original. So, dumb. so <laughs> that is dumb, you think? I guess you're saying it's too cheap, basically, to sell that that cheap and buy Pepe. It's not a good call. Yeah, for illiquid assets, you don't do that. I mean, if you're entering, you have long, long, long-term thesis. Uh, if it is illiquid, you're always, you know, like... Uh, People are not gauging the downside risk, basically. So 1,500 is a, such a good number. I think I think it can go to 100 ETH at some point, yeah. Wow. Well, I had 7715. I guess that's two sevens. Okay, let me ask you again. Uh, wait. Yeah, okay, you're still there. 5459. So on the NS tip, you mentioned you minted these. Okay, so I just want to ask you a question because 
Uh, in retrospect, it seems like the most obvious, it's checks, basically. You remember checks, right? Pivots, $8. Like minting four digits or three digits, the four digits especially because they're lower cost, seems like the most obvious play ever in history. Uh, I can't believe I, did, I missed it somehow. How did you know to do it? Five, four, five, nine. Yeah, uh, it, it does seem like the most obvious play in retrospect, right? Because every collection, every NFT collection is like a 10K, you know, PFP. Um, and like, Yenis has been around since like 2017. And, you know, it wasn't like all the three digits, four digits, they they were sitting there for, you know, years for, mm-hmm. for people to mint. Um, I I was following Daniel Got Hits at that time. And it wasn't even, and I wasn't even following him for his like NFT takes per se. I was following him because he was like going on rants about the pandemic and how so much of it was a scam. And I was like, all right, this is cool. And then I randomly saw that he was posting about um, uh, the 10K Club. Um, so I, actually, that, that was how I was, uh, <laughs> how I entered like NFT or crypto Twitter. Uh, it was uh, minting the the four digits because I, I saw the engagement on Twitter and I was like, okay, there's probably something to it. So I, that's why I minted. I love it. I love it. All right, we got another. What does minting mean? Good question. Minting means when uh, an NFT is either, in, in the ENS case, it's actually kind of interesting because minting, uh, you can also register something that someone else owns that's expired, which is sort of like minting, but basically it means that an NFT goes from not existing to existing and being owned by uh, the minter. And when you uh, register an ENS domain, uh, it mints you an NFT. And in fact, now it does an even weirder thing where it mints an NFT and then sends that NFT to another contract and that contract mints you an NFT. So it's kind of weird, but uh, but yeah, NFT, that was the brilliant move behind ENS is that the utility of ENS is just kind of look up who is the owner or whatever. you kind of look up where this name goes, you know, just like DNS, uh, but uh, they made it an NFT. <laughs> and so then you can, you know, trade it and, and, and speculate uh, on it. I and, just um, put a link um, up top. To Yunks. Yunks are a really neat project by Capsule 21. I have many, many of them, and you can still mint them on their website. So if you want to do your first mint, uh, a Yunk is, of course, a great choice. And you never know, you could get a rare Yunk in that mint. So the, the minting is fun because it's like rolling the dice. You could get something common or you could get one of the rarest in the collection that could be worth a lot more than the mint price. Yeah, it is a uh, it's a fun activity. And, and, and we do. Yeah, it's like it's crazy. Like we, um, you know, Capsule 21 as the art collective that we are, we used to uh, create just a ton of NFTs. And we kind of try to be like, OK, like maybe the world doesn't need more punk uh, derivatives, but maybe it does. You know, it certainly was a um, uh, it's it's there's nothing like, you know, creating the NFT and watching it come together and watching people mint it is it's quite an amazing thing uh god I, I wanted to shut this whole thing down but i'm getting some real engagement here this is always how it goes yemo uh you seem to have a um in ens actually two nss nfts god and six five four zero um dope what's what's on your mind yeah oh, gm gm that's what um putting up here um i just want to share my stories uh about like like Sometimes, like, you got to be in somewhere, like, in the very right time. Like, uh, uh, I really learned um, something uh, through this Pepe situation because I actually bought my first Pepe, like, um, on April 17th, and I sold the very next day. Sometimes, like, I, I sometimes I'm being so early. Um, it was interesting you guys talked about four digits because, like, actually, like, um, before uh, three digits, three digits uh, were meted out, I actually, like, thought about it and went to ENS website and looked up some three digits and it wasn't it, it was like like very uh it was like a lot available 
So I was thinking like, okay, there is no way I would be like this early. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a reason people that don't mint three digits. You know what happened? Like, a few days later, people started to minting uh, three digits and then it immediately, like, uh, sold out, like, so quickly. So that's how I uh, minted four digits, though, because, like, okay, three digits is gone. It was, like, obvious play for me, but I was too early, too hard to... um make a decision so i just immediately like uh, minted a couple of four digits um and i flipped them and i also like uh hold I, i've been holding uh six five four oh for a long time but then like um uh right before that a uh, grade a uh, renewal I, I i had to sell it for a uh, liquidity but then um then um I think it went down like half price. Like uh, I sold it for like one point four eight or something, and then like uh, one day it was like the floor was like a point six or something, and then I went to ENS Vision. Then I found six five four zero was on the floor, so I just bought back. You know, I made a profit, and I also secured my forever digit again. It was because like it was very emotional uh, moment when I sold it because I actually like been around as like. Um, six five four or for for almost a year so yeah that's that was my story i really wanted to um share my uh stories behind uh, pepe and for digits love that well, you I, know, I, I love 0743.eth and i think with the digits once there's enough network effect and enough people that want to rep a floor digit in their profile i think they can do really well i don't think there's enough demand right now to maintain like the floors of a lot of the collections i think it's a lot of the existing members kind of propping it up so i think the next couple months is going to be very telling we went through this whole saga with um arabic but if you're a digit holder definitely check out my uh pin tweet i have a lot of updates about ens and some of the um my new thesis for the coming year which is that uh, subdomain trading is going to overtake uh, primary domain trading. And the the example I use is you can think of a primary uh, domain as like an acre of real estate where you build a one-story building, which is just that domain. But so what happened, all the speculators bought a ton of these one-acre plots with one-story buildings. Now, because of subdomains, you could have a single-acre plot and build a skyscraper on it, every floor being a different subdomain. And so I think what you'll see is people concentrating their bag into a few grails holding less primary domains overall and um the the really dank short sub, uh domains for uh subdomains are going to rip and you'll like for example you can have a one character subdomain under a three character primary domain and there's no registration cost you don't have to keep paying so that's what's going to make it teleport and I think the the subdomain trading is gonna go ham sandwich. Yeah. Also, I want to mention that like, um, if you're into domain, like you you really gotta know. Sometimes you just gotta wait uh, for someone to really want to buy it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I actually like got into ENS and be, uh, was being bullish because like I actually like wanted to buy um Yammo uh, like uh, at Yammo on uh, Instagram. I actually like uh, contacted the person who got the username yamo and i said like i want to buy it and then he said like no because it's my real name and he he actually he was like a he was like a photograph like deep sea photographer and he it was like his uh, own personal brand so he didn't want to sell it no matter how much uh, I, I'm, I was willing to pay so uh, sometimes like if you are uh, investing investing in domain sometimes you just gotta wait like like I got, I got six five four over. Sometimes like you would never know if someone will like 
um, someone really wanted to like pay more than um, what it seems to be. You know, what I'm saying because like it's, it, 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 it's like it's really non fungible sometimes. So yeah, I just want to. Uh, you got to wait. It's a liquid. I mean, I think that's, you know, the real challenge. Uh, I think uh, it was um, HDL who said it, like, if you're going to dump in a liquid asset to buy Pepe, which I did, by the way, it's kind of like, well, how do you know the, the timing? You know, you, you want to get it sell a liquid asset so you don't have to take a loss on the first thing, maybe. But uh, it's also fun to go from one speculative thing to another because that way uh, you don't have to uh, – you, you got the right answers when your wife asks you uh, what happened. One flex, I will – offer and then we're going to go but i do want to flex so my old company genius okay this was web 2 i know you don't like web 2 it's like a lyrics website maybe you've seen this it was originally called rap genius and then we want to rebrand it to genius and so we bought genius.com okay talk about premium domains right genius.com so you know that was my uh my web 2 experience in the in the domain world and um i can tell you that there is something called uh, wanting the deal for the domain. It's like you mentioned, it's that guy's name, right? It's like my company's name. So uh, we paid a lot. Let me just give you that uh, preview. And the reason is we needed it. And so if you have this liquid asset, uh, you hold on to it, you walk by a million people who think, yeah, genius is cool. And you find that one person whose name of the company is that they need it and then they pay uh, uh, a lot. So it's a hard thing to to do. And that's why uh, I sort of you know dumped it. I still have GeraldFord.eth. I'm accepting uh, offers from the Gerald Ford Foundation and anyone else who's interested. This has been the Capsule 21 podcast. We're out here. We're trying to responsibly uh, live in the meme economy and uh, learn about uh, art and um, commerce through the lens of the latest innovation uh, in both. If you missed it, there was an American artist called David Hammonds who uh, created a thing called the Blizzard Ball Sale, who uh, set up a street vendor stand in downtown Manhattan to sell snowballs in a snowstorm. And so if you're out there uh, buying all this stuff and it's, it's snowing, so to speak, uh, you are in good company uh, in the history of conceptual uh, art. It's all commodified, but let's embrace it. And thank you all for listening. And Capsule 21 out. Oh, and by the way, if you're listening to this, you're next. That's our closing thing. It's like you made it this far. You're next. And we are next week.